In the 12th century, Donna Bernardo gave a large sum of money and a piece of land so that she could build a building to commemorate her beloved hometown. She found a, a sculptor, someone who spent their life crafting pillars out of uh, designs out of rock, and then she commissioned that person to build the building. And in 1174, the building began. And so as the builders were selecting the site and getting the site ready, they rushed ahead and started to build the building. But the construction project was doomed from the very beginning. Why? Because the building site was clay and not rock. And because the builders decided to build a foundation that wasn't sufficient and strong enough to uphold a building made of stone. In spite of all that, they continued to build one floor, two floors, three floors. And suddenly they realized that the building began to sink. It was sinking lower and lower and lower into a, a pond of clay. When the people noticed what was happening to the building that was there to celebrate them and their hometown, they began to complain to the builders and said, look, the building is sinking. But the builders ignored the feedback and they continued to build. All in all, they built seven floors. Today, that building still stands, but that building is the Leaning Tower of Pisa. That building leans because the builders weren't willing to listen and learn. The building leans because they didn't build a strong enough foundation. The building leans because they didn't take the time to prepare the ground on which the building would stand. Today in our life, we are all building something. What are you building today? Is it your wealth? Is it your, is it your influence? Is it your success? Is it the things that are external? Or are you building the things that are eternal in your life? Today, God's inviting us to evaluate what we're building in our life. We need to make sure that what we're building, what we're building on the inside and what we're building for God is more important than what we're building externally. I think many of us, we're so focused on what we're building our life towards instead of building our life on the inside. I believe God's challenging us to build a deeper foundation in our life. In fact, I believe he's inviting us to build for more. It's the title of today's message, Build for More. But not just build more in your life, but build for more. That you would build today for what God wants to entrust to you tomorrow. Today we need to build for more. We need to build a deeper faith life, a life that's rooted and grounded in Jesus Christ. We need to push further and deeper than we've ever gone before because often we're so focused on building that which is external instead of what is eternal. We are just people passing through. The Bible tells us, don't lay up your treasures here on earth where they decay. Instead, store up treasures in heaven where they do not decay, where they last for eternity. So today I'm asking once again, what are you building? I want to encourage you to build for more. Build for the more that God has for you. So with that in mind, I want to invite you to join me in Isaiah chapter 54, verse 2. We've been in this passage throughout this series, and we're going to look at the last two parts of this verse. 
and I'm believing in faith that what God is gonna speak to you is gonna equip you to build for more, to build for the future God wants to entrust you. But we need to build today for what God wants to give us tomorrow. Let's read together. Isaiah 54, verse two, the last two parts. Lengthen your cords, strengthen your stakes. In fact, I wanna invite you to say that with me. Lengthen your cords and strengthen your stakes. Many of us were focused on enlarging the place of our tent and we're stretching our tent curtains wide, but God is saying, don't just build what's external, build what's internal. Allow God to work in your life. Lengthen your cords and strengthen your stakes. If we wanna hold on to what God is giving to us, we need to get stronger, we need to get anchored, and we need to go deeper. I'm inviting you to hear the heart of God for you and for your life and for your future. You see, when you build a tent, you have to anchor it. You need strong cords and deep stakes because if not, if you don't anchor your tent, if it catches wind, it'll fly away. I know that from personal experience. We need to anchor our life in God. Strong cords and deep stakes are what we need in our own life. We need to anchor our life in something that's bigger than us, something that's more important than us. Often what happens is we only anchor our life in one area, whether it's our professional success, our intellect, how many followers we have on social media. We're so good at that one area, but a tent can't stand if it's only anchored in one place. In order for a tent to be stable and strong, it has to be anchored in multiple places. And often what happens is the area that we need to anchor our life the most is the area where we focus the least, and that's in our faith life. Our faith life is relegated. It's in only one area of our life. It's only on the weekend. And then we live life however we want throughout the week. We need to ensure that our life is rooted and grounded in God. Because weak tents need strong anchors. And today the invitation from God is this. Will you anchor your life in me? Will you anchor your life in me, not in yourself? Are you willing to anchor your life and go deeper with me than you've ever gone before? So today I'm asking, what are you staking your life on? Is it your intellect? Is it your bank account? Is it, is it into your success that you've already achieved in life? Make sure that you anchor your life in something that's beyond you. Because what happens when all of that goes away? What would happen? I think many of us, if we're honest, if all that went away, we would either sink or we would fly away. And I don't believe that's the life that God has for us. He wants us to be rooted and grounded in him. So today, I want to challenge you, build for more. Amen. In fact, I invite you to see this as a declaration a commitment before God. Be willing to say, God, I'm, will I'm willing to build for more. Say, build for more with me. Build for more. We need to build for more. Today, I wanna to share with you two ways to build for more. Number one, build a stronger faith foundation. Build a stronger faith foundation. Let your faith foundation be your focus. Let it be the thing that you invest your time and energy in. Make sure that's the thing where you're investing your focus. In other words, dig down to rise up. Say it again, dig down to rise up. 
The problem is too many of us are focused on building higher instead of digging deeper. We're focused on building our wealth portfolio or our success in business. We're focused on building things that don't matter. Some of you, what you're doing is you're, you're building a world on a game on your phone and you've got a lot of, of prizes and a lot of success in that area, but what does that do? That doesn't do anything. Too many of us, we're building things that don't matter in the kingdom of God. The truth is, we have to dig deeper because you can't go higher unless you're willing to go deeper. You can't go higher unless you're willing to go deeper. You see, every building has to have a firm foundation. It has to have a firm foundation. Otherwise, the building won't stand. In the world of construction, it's called site work. Now, for those of us who don't know anything about site work, site work is slow, it's boring, and it doesn't seem like much is happening. But for those of you who are in the construction field, you know that site work is the most important work. Why? Because you're preparing today for what you're gonna build tomorrow. Have you ever driven by a piece of land and one day there's a, a whole bunch of trees and then the next day everything's cleared away? All the trees and all the brush are gone and you're wondering, what are they gonna build? If you're like me, you start going on the internet trying to figure out what are they gonna build? What are they gonna build? What are they gonna build? And for months and months, you can't figure it out because it seems like nothing is happening. But even though it seems like nothing is happening, something is happening. For those of us who are not in the world of construction, we start wondering, when are they gonna start building? But for those of you who are part of the construction world, you know something has already started. Site work is happening. And site work's the most important part because what they're doing is they're preparing the ground for the foundation and for the building that is to come. They're building a foundation for the future. You see, in site work, people are working. There's the excavators, the concrete people, the civil engineers, there's electricians, there's plumbers, there's people working. Even though you can't see it, even though we can't see it, those who are on the job site know that work is happening. They're needing to build a firm foundation. But sometimes, as they're preparing the land, what they have to do is they have to dig deeper to remove things out that get in the way of a firm foundation. Things like roots and rocks that don't belong and clay and sand, they have to create a solid place to build. It has to be level and flat so that when they pour the concrete, it can withstand the pressure. Also, when they pour concrete, they make sure that there's rebar in there, that there's internal strength so, the, so that the foundation doesn't crack. But even after the foundation is poured, sometimes we wonder, is anything actually happening? The truth is, is that more people are working. The electricians and the plumbers are working to make sure everything is framed out so that the building is ready, so that the foundation is ready for the building. Have you ever driven by and one day it's just concrete and then the next day there's a bunch of steel that's appeared all of a sudden? Sometimes we think that's the moment when the build is happening. What we don't realize is that for months and months, people were preparing the ground and then laying the foundation. You see, in the world of construction, months and months of work show up in one moment. 
I'll say it again. Months and months and months of work show up in one moment. You see the walls, all the other floors, and the roof above rely and depend on the internal strength of the foundation and the ground beneath. The building won't stand if the foundation isn't strong. Here it is. Internal strength is needed for external success. Here's the personal application. I think many of us, if we're honest, we're frustrated with God. We're asking the question, God, when? When is that breakthrough gonna come? When is that promotion gonna come? When is that beautiful single person, and yes, they need to be single, when is that single person gonna come into this church and sit right next to me so that I can have my ever after? The problem is that we're so focused on what we want in the future that we fail to realize what God wants to do right now. Could it be that we're so focused on external success instead of the internal sight work that God wants to do in our life? God wants us to show up because sight work is soul work and soul work is hard work and soul work happens in the shadows. The things that God does in our life that we don't see are more important than the things that God does in our life that we do see. Because the things that we don't see are a precursor. They're necessary for the things that we will see God do in our life. Today's challenging us. Will you let me do sight work in your life? Will you let me do soul work in your life? Will you let me remove the things in your life that are gonna get in the way of your future? I don't want your life to sink. I wanna build something magnificent in your life, but I don't want you to sink or fall away. I want to ensure that you stay the course and that you run the race and that you finish well. God is inviting us to say yes to his sight work. We need to allow him to come in and do the work internally so that what he builds in our life can stand the test of time. The problem is, is that soul work is boring, mundane, and it's slow. And it's the work that no one sees. It's the invitation that God gives you in your spirit Come spend time with me in my word. Hey, I just want to talk to you. Hey, just share with, share with me your heart. Hey, I just want you to pray that I'll, that I'll show up in your life and the lives of your children. Hey, I just want you to fast and give up something so I can give you much more. The truth about fasting is this, is that the little that we give up for God, what we gain is so much more. It's his presence, it's his peace, it's his clarity in our thinking, it's the capacity to move forward. And too many of us, we're only focused on what we do see. But what we don't see is more important than what we do see. What we don't see in those private moments is what God's building for the future. What we don't see is that God is cultivating within us a foundation of character and integrity what we don't see is that God's challenging us parents to cultivate a faith discipline, to be connected to him and to be part of faith family and come to church so that we can leave a faith legacy for our children. Parents, I want you to realize this. I want you to play the long game. 
The habits you establish today with regards to faith are the habits your children will have in their adult life. And those faith habits will impact your grandchildren. I know parenting is hard and sometimes you don't like your kids right now. I get it. But I know you're gonna love your grandkids a whole lot. And you're gonna want them to be in church. Prepare today for what God wants to do in your children's life and in the lives of your grandchildren tomorrow. God wants to leave a faith legacy in your life. He wants there to be a long line of believers in your future because you're an ancestor of people yet to come. Make sure to set a foundation that can withstand the test of time. Choose private work, that soul work, that sight work over public success. Keep showing up. Keep giving God your very best and here's what you'll discover is that months and months and months and years and years and years of faithfulness to God will show up in one moment. What you'll discover is that all of a sudden you're stronger today than you were yesterday. That you have more resilience today than you had two months ago. And when that storm shows up in your life, that storm that was unexpected, that would have crushed you years ago, now you have the internal fortitude spiritually to withstand the storm and to say, I don't know when this storm will end, but I can be confident that God is with me. He'll never leave me or forsake me. He'll get me through. And if he told me on the shore that he'd get me to the other side, he'll do it. He'll get me through. That's the thing that we don't see. Because the things that we don't see matter than the things that we do. Let God build a faith foundation in your life that's unshakable. Here's the second way to build for more. Number two, dig deeper to go higher. Dig deeper to go higher. All of us want a bigger life, more success. We want more influence, more impact. We want significance in our life. But we don't realize is that we have to dig deeper to go higher. That's the way a life of faith works. Just like it works in, in construction, we have to dig deeper if we wanna go higher. All that you've been chasing, all that you've been pursuing is found by digging deeper with God. You see, the height of your life depends on the depth of your faith. If you want God to take you higher, be willing to let him take you deeper. In Dubai, there's a building, it's a skyscraper, it's called the Burj Khalifa. It is the tallest building in the world. It is a half a mile high. Imagine that, half a mile. And it has 25,000 windows. Imagine being the window washer for that building. <laughs> Just a fun fact, it takes four months to clean every window and then they've gotta start again. What are you gonna to do today? Wash windows. What are you gonna to do tomorrow? Wash windows. What are you gonna do next month? Wash windows. The challenge with building the Burj Khalifa was this, is that in Dubai, there's a lot of sand. So the people building the building, what they had to do is they had to dig deeper to go higher. They had to go further down. And so they built a world-class foundation it has 12 Olympic-sized pools full of concrete. That's how much concrete it is. It is 15 stories deep. That's 50 meters. 
and the amount of concrete they poured in the foundation weighs the same as nearly 257 jumbo jets. That foundation is unshakable. In my personal opinion, I think those builders saw the catastrophe that was the Leaning Tower of Pisa. There's a tale of two towers here. We get to choose which tower we are. One that will stand the test of time or one that's right on the verge of falling over. Today, I want to invite you to dig deeper with God. Go further than you've ever gone before. People want to say, God, I'm willing to let you do the sight work in my soul and in my spirit. Change who I am. Because what he does on the inside is more important than what he does on the outside. I want to invite you. Pursue more moments with him. More moments in worship. More private time with him. Sometimes what happens when we step into our prayer time or our Bible time is distractions show up. And sometimes we step into those moments and it seems like nothing is happening. But I want to promise you, I've seen this time and time again, no moment I've ever spent with God is ever wasted because he's doing something on the inside. And when he works on our heart, he can then work through our life. Parents, I want to challenge you. Come to church. Bring your kids. Make it part of your faith rhythm so that your grandkids can know who Jesus is. I want to invite you to get connected to a life group. Why? Because when the storms come, you have somebody to call and say, hey, my life is falling apart. Can you pray for me? I want to challenge you. Be, be part of our weekend serve team. Why? Because there's something profound that happens in our soul and spirit when we extend the love of God to other people. God wants to change our heart, but we have to be willing to say, God, I want you to build for more in my life. Work in my heart first. Those of you who are in business, God has made you successful. Yes, to provide for your family and to have a successful business, but could it be that God has blessed you so that you can bless someone else? You all know the importance of infrastructure. I'm inviting you, if you have a business, consider giving to kingdom builders so that a pastor you won't meet till heaven can have a place to become a pastor. Give, give so that someone else can have success in their life. God is inviting us to dig deeper so we can go higher. Because the deeper you go with God, the higher God can take you. And so today, as I close, I want to invite you to stand. I want to give you an opportunity to say yes to Jesus because God wants us to build our life on him. Maybe you're at a place in your life where you know you don't know Jesus. Here at Westover, we believe that saying yes to Jesus is as clear as A, B, C. A, admitting that we need Jesus because we do. B, believing in our heart that he died on the cross for us to give us life, hope, and future and the forgiveness of sins and eternal life and that he rose again on the third day, and see that we would confess from our heart with our mouth out loud that we want him to be Lord and Savior of our life. And I want to give you that opportunity today. So I invite you, bow your heads and close your eyes. If you know in your heart you don't know Jesus, you know about him, but you don't know him, on the count of three, I'm going to invite you to raise your hand. No one's looking. I want to give you an opportunity to talk to God. Here it is. One, two, three. 
Yes, 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 God sees you, he knows you. For those of you who are raising your hands, I wanna invite you to say this prayer with me. In fact, say it from your heart, say it out loud, and all of us are gonna say this prayer together. So say, say this with me, say, Jesus, thank you for loving me. Thank you for going to the cross to pay for my sins. I receive your forgiveness. And now today, God, I make you the Lord of my life. Today and forever. Help me build my life on you. In Jesus' name. And everybody said, amen. If you just said that prayer, congratulations and welcome to the family of God. Here's two things I wanna invite you to do. Number one, attend our Follow Jesus class so you can learn how to follow him well. And also sign up for water baptism, which is the way you can celebrate publicly what God has done, the internal sight work he's done in your life. But now I wanna invite you to retrieve your communion elements. We're gonna remember the work that Jesus did for us on the cross. I invite you to retrieve the bread and let's pray. God, we come to you this moment. We thank you for your love and your sacrifice, the way you gave your life for us on the cross. And Lord, I ask that you'd administer these elements to us, that you'd bless your people. May this be a transformative moment. Lord, may we not grow casual in what you've done for us, but may, may we do this in remembrance of you. And for those who just made a decision to follow you, Jesus, I celebrate that this is their first act as a believer. We entrust this moment to you in Jesus' name. And everybody said, amen. The Bible tells us on the night that he was betrayed, he gathered with his disciples, they had a final meal. He took the bread and he said, this bread represents my body, which is broken for you. He says, as often as you gather to take it, take it in remembrance of me. I invite you right now to break it as a remembrance of what God did and let's take together in the name of Jesus. And after he had taken the bread, he took the cup and he said, this cup, it represents my blood, which is shed for you. He says, this is a promise. It's a new covenant, a promise I'm making to you that if you believe in me as Lord and Savior, you'll have eternal life, you'll have freedom, you'll have healing. If you need freedom and healing, I invite you to ask for it today. Let's take in remembrance of him in the name of Jesus. And now I invite you to raise your hands because we're stepping into a moment of worship. If you're at a place in your life where you want to say to God, I'm willing to go further and dig deeper in my faith, our altars are open. I invite you to come. I invite you to come. Let's lean in and let's worship the King. Jesus, you're worthy. You're holy. You're holy, holy, holy. And we lift you up because you're deserving of all praise, God. You went to the cross to express your love to us to give us a foundation that we could build our life upon. Lord, may we allow you to do internal sight work in our heart so we can have the future you want to entrust to us. We give you today in Jesus' name. And everybody said, amen. Let's